Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we join on the line now by Nadir Token, investment analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Just a quick one on the, the price of Brent crude there, $69.43 a barrel. And of course, we know um, the, the fuel levy, that's going to go up as well. So can we just have a moment to discuss that? Yeah, Sakina, look, I mean, it's obviously not moving in the right direction for the South African consumer. Um, you know, it's back at the highest for that we saw uh, early in the start of the year, um, you know, flirting with that $70 a barrel mark. And it's really on the back of all these tensions that we're seeing in the Middle East. You know, I mean, uh, it's certainly not helping the world price with, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia's uh, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman saying that uh, if Iran gets nuclear weapons, Saudi Arabia will get nuclear weapons as well. So uh, these tensions in the Middle East is obviously flaring up. Um, that obviously results in uh, expectations of supply disruptions, and that's what's pushing up uh, the oil price. Now, Sakina, in terms of the impact that it has on South African consumers, yes, as you correctly mentioned, in the budget they mentioned a 52 cent a litre fuel levy, which will be coming in um, as, as, as of 1 April, and as, a, and, and, and as a result of that, petrol price will be going up quite significantly um, on the back of that and obviously the, the strong oil price doesn't help. But um, you know we have seen the rand has been pretty strong. Um, you know it's, it's weakened very slightly. Um, you know over the course of, of March from its lows that we saw in in, in February. Uh, so Sakina, but overall over the course of the last three to four months, the rand has been exceptionally strong. So a lot of uh, you know the oil, the oil price increases that we've seen um, haven't filtered through into petrol price increases at the pump. In fact, we've seen uh, very marginal petrol price declines as a result of the strong rand. So it hasn't yet impacted the South African consumer's pockets. Um, you know, I think as of 1 April, we're obviously going to see the petrol price going up, and we're going to have to see what impact that, that has on inflation and knock-on impacts on things like what the Reserve Bank decides to do as a result of the uh, impact it has on inflation. Uh, but for the time being, the, 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 the oil price increase has been very much contained by rand strength, although I think uh, you know that party might be over given the the, the, the levy announced and the marginally weaker uh, rand we see this month, as well as the oil price recovering quite strongly. Unfortunately, let's talk about Tencent Nadir and their earnings. Yeah, Sakina, obviously relevant um, because of NASPA's uh, one-third ownership in, in, in Tencent, and NASPA's been the largest share in the JSE. So for the longest period of time, Tencent has really been the driver of NASPA's share price performance, and uh, we've spoken about it on the show a number of times and with, about NASPA's phenomenal share price performance um, over the course of the last uh, sort of 12 months. It's been through a bit of a wobble um, over the course of the last three or four months, but Last year had a phenomenal time on the back of share, and, uh, 10 cents share price going up over 100%. So if you break down the numbers, Sakina, coming in ahead of analyst expectations on profitability at about 20 billion yuan, um, which translates to just under $3.5 billion. The market was expecting 16 billion yuan. So coming in ahead of analyst expectations there. But we saw uh, the top line revenue growing by 66% for the quarter, which came in behind what analysts were expecting. 
interesting. So the, the revenue not growing as quickly, but profitability improving uh, on, uh, more quickly than what analysts had expected. And I think the reason for that is that analysts were expecting uh, profitability to decline somewhat because of uh, Tencent's need to continuously invest in new content. Uh, you know that uh, we know that the, in order to keep their one billion plus consumers in China happy, they've got to continuously get new content. They've got to continuously improve their messaging service and the social media services, and that requires aggressive investments. And as a result of that, I think unless we're expecting their margins to come under more significant pressure, um, but it hasn't yet been the case. Even though they've invested something like uh, you know two billion dollars, uh, two billion additional dollars um, in content for the fourth quarter of last year. So, Sakina, I think, uh, you know, in terms of the way forward, we saw that the share price actually reacted negatively to the news. Um, you know, yes, the Hang Seng overall was down yesterday, uh, but Tencent was down just under a percent, even though they managed to double their profitability. So this really shows the conundrum that the share faces. Because of the exceptional share price performance they've had, and because of their very, very extended uh, price-to-earnings multiple, uh, they're continuously under pressure to deliver a phenomenal results or we see the share price coming under pressure. Um, so moving forward to China, as they need to start investing more and more into content and their margin comes into pressure, uh, comes under pressure, it's going to be interesting to see how they manage this new dynamic and continue to surprise the, the market on the upside to continue to generate strong share price performance. Well, Nadir, and then also, of course, uh, much-awaited uh, Federal Reserve decision on interest rate hikes, and it finally happened. It finally happened indeed, Sakina. I mean, the market was pricing it in, so it definitely didn't come as a surprise. And uh, in fact, if you saw what happened in the U.S. markets, they actually ended stronger um, on the back of the Federal Reserve statement yesterday. So, Sakina, I think much relief from the market that this has now happened and that uh, the path for interest rates has been mapped out. And I think uh, the fact that the Federal Reserve revised their expectations for economic growth higher, that's obviously what the market chose to take out of this Federal Reserve interest rate increase. And at the end of the day, interest rates are still quite low at uh, between 1.75 and 2% on, on, on the Fed funds rate. And uh, the, the, the Fed is giving quite clear guidance as to uh, the future trajectory for those interest rates. So if you look at um, the Fed dot plus, it's pricing in, or the, 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 the market is pricing in uh, three interest rate increases this year. That's one less than what uh, the market was fearing at the height of the sell-off in, in, in February. Um, and a further three interest rate increases in 2019 and 2020, respectively. So interest rates going to go up in a very gradual manner, Sakina. Um, and I think the market can tolerate that. The equity market certainly can tolerate that. And the economy can tolerate that because uh, it's seems to be roaring ahead in terms of the jobs created, in terms of investment, in terms of economic growth. Um, and I suppose the one outlying you know, concern that remains is political instability and uh, all these talks about the, the, the trade wars and what impact that might have on the U.S. economy um, in, 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 terms of in, in, in the medium term. And that certainly could weigh on growth and could present a couple of challenges. But for the time being, the Federal Reserve remains optimistic on that growth number. Uh, Jerome Powell at his first uh, FOMC meeting, um, increasing interest rates, and as 
as the market had expected. Um, and as long as they remain true to the communication to the market, Sakina, I think that uh, these interest rate increases, as we've mentioned on the show before, are actually a good thing for the U.S. economy um, as it's a signal of strength. And as companies continue to invest and continue to deliver earnings growth, um, you know, they should be able to withstand the higher cost of capital because they're getting a better return on their capital invested. So, Sakina, all in all, a positive thing, and the market seemed to take the news well within its stride. Well, Nadir, we'll leave it there for today. Thank you so much, Nadir Token, Investment Analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.